What's good, y'all? My name is Dylan Green, and this is Real Notes, a space dedicated to blurring the cultural and artistic lines between rap and film. I'm here to chop it up with everyone from rappers and producers to journalists and video directors about their relationship to movies and how, if at all, film inspires their craft. My guest this week is Baltimore via Tanzania producer and musician Infinity Knives. We spoke about Ancestry.com, whether hip-hop is political, Severance, Pan's Labyrinth, our favorite anime, fantasy novels, video games, and comic books, growing up between Tanzania and Madagascar, merging classical music with hip-hop, trusting the process, and the creative process behind he and Brian Eno's latest album, King Cobra. Come fuck with us. Um, Ancestry.com is wild. (laughs) I think I did. It's been crazy. I found out I was uh, like 17% Filipino. Oh, wow. And I like I have no no connections to the Philippines whatsoever. Like that, was, <laughs> so that was a nice thing to learn, you know. But I'm mostly black, no European. Thank God. All right. See, good for good for you, bro. Good for you. <laughs> yeah. no, I, no, I was so scared. I was like, "Yo, am I a serial killer?" <laughs> no, but I have no Neanderthal blood in me. Oh man, yeah, yeah, man, yeah, man. My, my yeah, my mom's white. I'm not as I'm not. Oh as shit, lucky. my bad. Yo, no, it's yeah, cool, bro. Don't even, don't don't even trip. I get it. I get it. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, I, but um, the fear, the fear was real, bro. You know, Brian doesn't want to take it because his. You know, really crazy fact about Brian, and he doesn't tell anybody this ever. Is <laughs> his family uh, came up here with Harriet Tubman? He's like one of the thirteen families. Holy and, fuck, what? Yeah, isn't that insane? That's and, wild. And they have his name, his family name in the museum. And he's just like, he just like, he did it. He's, he's so funny because he always like skirts like really crazy information by me, like in the middle of a conversation. Typical, you know, like he, he's from a different generation. You know, they don't yeah. really talk about shit like that because he's 10 years older than me. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, yeah, yeah, nah. Be, yeah, nah, we were, ch- we were riding with, uh, Angela Davis and all that shit. And I was, like, <laughs> I was like, bro, put that in a song. What are you talking about? <laughs> but I don't know, man. A subject that, of movie or some shit. Yeah. Something like that, man. The diaspora is crazy. Like, it's yeah. just like, you know, we're really, all over. Like, seriously, you know, but I, 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 don't know. I was, um, oh, so, sorry. I, 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 no, finish your thought. No, I said hopefully I can reunite that that lady, you know, once we get over here with uh, our family. Because we're pretty close relatives. Wow. And, That's know. loose. Yeah. Weird. Weird world, man. Wow. I um I did 23 and me, I want to say like maybe like three years ago. Mm-hmm. And I um, you know, like yeah, like my middle name is Masai, and um both my parents chose it. And it's funny because I have because because like the Maasai tribe is most commonly they're known to be from Kenya, and yeah, yeah. I have no I have no East African. Oh my! Oh my camera just you can still hear me okay. Yeah yeah uh huh okay okay I cool sorry yeah. I you just no got idea. a big smile on your face on the screen. <laughs> I have no idea why my uh why my video crapped out. There it is. All right. So um uh yeah so like my middle name is Maasai and I have no like I have no family from East Africa. And like Kenya's right, in right. like East East Africa, mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. like like all my ancestry from Africa comes from West Africa. I forget exactly where, but that just always made me laugh because it's like yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a pretty name though. It's a pretty it name. Is. And yeah. um, I'm from Tanzania, which is right next to Kenya. 
Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 you're from Tanzania. Like from from. Crazy. Mm -hmm. Wow. I speak Swahili fluently. Wow. Yeah, that's my yeah, I was born there. I lived all over Africa my whole life. I still go back. As a matter of fact, I'm I'm jonesing to go back because we got a fucking E. coli outbreak of water here in fucking Baltimore. Yeah. And I'm just and we have to boil the water now and like I heard I'm, like, I'm sorry. I mean, it's all good. I'm just like, damn, I, I did this shit in Africa. Like, why can't I be there doing this shit? Like, like on top of that, I'm in America. You know? Right. <laughs> but yeah. We had that I, we had that going on in Jersey too. Um I'm a while oh, you, ago. I, were, I thought you were in New York for some reason. No, nah, I'm in Jersey. Uh, oh, well, we're well, in like, Jersey. I'm like I'm like right outside. I'm in a town called Clifton. It's like mm. it's like 20 minutes outside of New York. But like in that area, um, there was just like um, there was like there was um a lot of lead in the water. So we had to so we had to boil our water mm. for not not too long, but like some areas were more. Oh, effective it was a contamination. Yeah, it it, it was yeah. that, and like this is park near my crib that had like a um, it had like a they found like this like arsenic deposit underneath the park, and there's like a big Whoa. ass lake in the park. It, it's who's putting it's this lot. shit everywhere, man. I don't know. So <laughs> I wish I knew. <laughs> you know, from what I understand, though, they uh, there's some sort of administration, and th- th- don't quote me on this, but um, it it ended up being like seventy percent of the water uh, cleaning was cut by seventy percent. The funding. Wow. Um, this was something I read on Twitter. So it's I. It's literally like I'm just saying what somebody else wrote. I, I right. can't fact yeah. check that. But like you know, just seeing how things go, I believe it more than I don't. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it is what it is, man. Living in the yeah. East Coast, you know, it's always. Well, I guess Michigan's dealing with that shit, too. Though. Oh, they yeah. Been, Michigan and Mississippi, too. It just it just started popping off in Mississippi, too. Yo. And it's like mostly these black concentrated places. You know what I mean? Because Mississippi is the blackest state in the country, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, and then next is like Detroit, you know, it's like eighty right. percent black. And Baltimore is mostly black people too. Right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah my yeah, um yeah. um um my uh uh my cousin, my cousin Derek lives down there. My um uh, my big sister, her brother, um her brother lives down there. Oh so, shit! In Baltimore? Yeah. Oh damn! Yeah, it's it's all right, man. It's not bad. You yeah. know what I mean? It's you you know it it's a city. <laughs> it works. Sometimes, you know yeah, what I mean? Uh, I like that I can see niggas around here though. Yeah, it's like good. that's one thing I do love because you you leave out of here and then you forget. You know, even when yeah, I was I on when when Brian and I went on tour in Europe, like it was pretty, it was clean, but man, it was just like a little uncomfortable with how like white it is. Unless you're in like London or Paris. You know? Right. Yeah. But like, you know, you go to this place in like Wales. I love Wales. Don't get me wrong, but like you know, I'm trying to see some, trying to see some niggers out there. You right, know bro. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> that shit, that shit matters. That shit matters more than you think. I don't want to get too off Yo. topic because I haven't even done the drop. But like, there's one more thing I want to say oh, about right, that because right, right. um, what's it called? My sister, um, Joe, I love you, Joe, lives out in Portland right now. They're coming home, um, in like three weeks, and mm. the whole time we have conversations about like how just like I mean like there's obviously black people in Portland. But mm, like right, she, right. The, they just feel like it's just like, you know, just like not not to the not to the not to the same level that it is out over here. And right, just like right. one thing one thing they always bring up is just like there's just like a lack of culture out in Portland. Like just mm, like is that I, right? think, I, I think I think you can ascertain what I mean by culture. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. 
It's, right, you so don't got to tell me more than that, man. Yeah, right. I don't know much about the North Pacific Northwest. I'd like to visit, but from what I understand, you know, this is where Modest Mouse is from. So you can just that sort of, modest, you know, my favorite yeah. band. I've seen them do the the tour. But anyway, oh, yeah, cute. let's let's get on this. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, what's cracking, everybody? Welcome back. Um, welcome back to Real Notes. We're already we're already into like I like I always know that whenever the conversation starts out like this, that shit's going to go crazy. This is our first time meeting. My name is Cinema Sai Dylan Green. I do a lot of shit. I have a lot of names. Um, things are moving at a pretty crazy pace as we get to the end of the year here. And I'm with somebody else who's uh, this man's a rabble rouser, son. I don't even know. Like, yeah. just, just, just like just like real classic. Just like I just man Tariq infinity knives rapper fucking fucking just like a bomb you're a bomb <laughs> like just like on some, you know on that's some better cool. than a lot of things i've gotten in my life man. <laughs> <laughs> i know that's i've heard some bro. awful shit said about me so <laughs> damn well nah we're not we're not here for that today man we're um, a positive you, we're a positive bunch come today. on now like, yeah you yeah you and brian you you and brian enos is is it Enos or Enos? Enos. Enos. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, but okay, I don't think okay. he minds because he gets Enos all the time. Okay. So it is Enos. Yeah. All right. So mm-hmm. you and Brian Enos' project King Cobra has been out for a while. Um, you actually came to me with it, and I listened mm. to it, and I was like, I like because I feel like maybe shout out to Gary, um, over Suarez over at Cabbage. Yeah. I'm pretty He's sure the he, one who told me to tell hit you up. Oh, that's fire, man! Shout out mm. to Gary. He 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 yeah. he always he stays looking out. But like y'all, y'all put together something really special. That's um, you know, I don't really think of the word, I don't really think of the word confrontational when I think about a lot of music these days. And like your shit is very confrontational in a really good and healthy and positive and funny way. You know, like I yeah, really came yeah. away. I came away from King Cobra just thinking like i can't remember the last time i listened to an album i think i told you this i was like damn mm. like you said that like on some on some right, like, you can't right. do that on tv type shit like it was right, just like right. you it really hit me so just like this project's great i'm so excited to just talk to you about movies and music and all this shit because you're just like a you're like an open book with all this so thank you for being here man i appreciate it no, absolutely yeah absolutely and thank you for all the kind words you know it's oh, um it was a it was a project that took out a lot took a lot out of us um and the reception we've been getting has been great slow but very fervent fervent is the word i think yeah. i think <laughs> but very intense intense um what you call it reception like who whoever felt anything about it has been extremely like vocal yeah very very much so <laughs> which is crazy to me because you know i've never gotten anything above a d in high school <laughs> real shit <laughs> like, I, I couldn't even get a d i know you know actually i got an a in um science class because i really cared oh, about shit. that shit uh, like one science class i was like oh damn the universe is actually big because i had no idea how big the shit was right like, other than that i failed gym yeah man i was not a smart kid but yeah, no, it's been it's been really nice. The reception's been uh, been really great, and um, and to go back to that confrontational thing, it was more a confrontation. A lot of it was a confrontation to ourselves, right? You know, um, and not necessarily us being sort of, you know, you are, you're not doing this shit right. You as a the listener, 
you gotta, you know, getting on our high horse shit. We just wanted to let people know that it a lot of it was us talking to ourselves. Right. You know? Um yeah. you know, because we're not above, like I always say, we're not above propaganda. We're not above um me, we as a me. Um right. you know, we're not above just regurgitating shit that you know what I mean? Or or just having these like capitalistic sort of in, uh, inclinations like we're not, you know, so. Uh, so, yeah, that's it. You know. That's, nah, that's what I was gonna get. Mm -hmm. right. Yeah, no, it's it's yeah, it's important to make that distinction. And I'm sorry if it didn't come across and me just blanket stating it as confrontation. No, no, no. I wasn't correcting you. I wasn't correcting uh, you. Yeah. 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 But, no, but yeah. either way, that's just yeah, that yeah, that's just important to me. And you know, like we're you know, like we like you said, we're all we're all capable of falling for all sorts of crazy shit. And you know, like we can't, you know, like y'all are taking it upon yourselves to, you know, just like keep yourselves vigilant and sharp and mindful and do the same for other people. And that type of inspiration is always the best when it, it like 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 especially Yo. in rap music. I feel like rap is so uniquely attuned to that. You know, like oh, yeah. almost any other kind of music. Yeah, yeah. Because so. a lot of it's it's word heavy, and you know, if if you right. sort of strike it, if you strike it the right way, you know, you have to be, you have to have a level of introspection. You know, you don't right. really have that much in I don't know mambo salsa. <laughs> nah, <laughs> polka. <laughs> right, yeah, we're, yeah, we're, yeah. We're not trying to cut up on the dance floor listening to somebody's like tear. Well, yeah, it's it's you know, it's you it's, know what I'm saying. It, it's yeah, but yeah. rap is like, especially like classically speaking. You know what I yeah. mean? I mean, it's also about celebration and you know, flexing on other people. There's you know, but a but a, like a big part of it is having to think about shit. Right. You know, the, the DNA um, is very complex for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, and I think we sort of. We chose that. And I mean, Brian and I talk about this shit regardless um, when we're sort of uh, together. It's just conversations that him and I have regardless, right. you know. Um, yeah. And he's a smart dude. You know, he knows how to put it in better words than me. You know, <laughs> I want to I want to get into all of that. But before we do, I'm going to ask you the first question I ask everybody who comes on this show. What mm -hmm. was the last movie or TV show that you watched that you had a strong opinion about? TV. Oh man, uh man, what a uh, severance with uh Adam Scott. I still haven't watched it yet. How Woo! is it? Come on, man. It's a good show, bro. And I I I don't watch shows like that. I I can't sit there. I love movies, but I I really am not really a show, a show type of dude. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Um, but that really hooked me. You know, what was it about it that grabbed you? Because like that's like that's not like a casual type of show, from what I understand either. So no, I mean it's definitely like it's it can be a thinking man show if you want it to be a thinking man show, but if you also want to shut down, you can also shut down and binge it. If that makes sense. It's like interesting, yeah. It because because there's there are like there's a the very superficial sort of plot, which is there to hook the 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 audience, which that's that's if I think of a genius piece of media, I always like that, that it can sort of um, it can be viewed from the most superficial way to, you know, you can you can write a whole uh, thesis on it, you know, um, and that's and that's why I think it was easy for me to get through. Um, but it, essentially, I don't know if you know the plot to it. I'm not going to spoil anything. 
I but, do. Um, I know the yeah. I know the general idea. It's pretty cool. But I like the aesthetics, and Ben Stiller was a director. Yeah, know? I heard. It's like a star-studded cast, really. Um, yeah, no, it's just done well. I mean, good, congratulations, Apple. Like, I, you know, like, man, sh- unfortunately, I, Apple is it does some quality shit. Yeah, <laughs> you know what see, I'm saying. I, see, I don't. I see. I don't have Apple TV, so there's like a lot of things on there. Like, that's kind of like a blind spot for me. So, like, there's like that show C with Jason Momoa that everyone loves, or my dad loves. Wait, it. tell me about I know that. A lot one. of people do. How do you spell so, it? Uh, it's called S E E. So it's uh oh, oh C literally the C. Yeah. So I'm trying to. So all I know about it is that it's it's kind of Game of Thronesy, and mm. it's about like there's like different factions of people, and some of them are blind, and mm-hmm. they're like and like it's. <sighs> I hate to be so reductive, but it's basically just like Game of Thrones, but there's some blind warriors in it, and mm. it's just like got like all the politics and. Skullduggery right, right. that comes with that, like well, I like a, like I I don't know about it enough to really be able to like give you a good description, but it's, no, man, I know yeah. it, yo. Look, I'm a I love fantasy. I'm actually currently reading a fantasy book right now, which actually is the only kind of books I read. I don't want to read nonfiction. That's Brian. He likes reading like John F. Kennedy, <laughs> all this shit. You know, it's just like I I want to read like elves. <laughs> right <laughs> you know what i'm saying like I but niggas can't story. be elves you know that's what they say oh no apparently, apparently not that's a that's a stretch too far man you know <laughs> let's not go there right right, you know? right. i want my pure beautiful europeans <laughs> <laughs> come on now come on now but i'm yeah. interested what um um what book are you reading right now right now i'm reading better served cold which is oh best served cold which is written by this dude, Joe Abercrombie, who wrote a, a trilogy called The First Law Trilogy, which is my favorite books of all time. It's essentially, um, it's it's a super bloody and grim um, fantasy. There are no good guys at all, but they're also not bad guys. Everybody is a gray area, sort of. You don't have like a valiant knight or anything. But the the, the thing that he always hammers overall in these books is the the futility of war you know it's mm-hmm. just like um you get these big men in power playing games and to them it's just very trivial just to sort of boost their ego but then it also zooms in to the people who have to fight the war and go through that shit um you know i mean i have a lot of anti-war sentiments i don't think anything is that serious uh i fucking hate rich people with a burning mm-hmm. passion so it's sort of it's it's able to sort of you know l- let me look at the uh, the life I live, but also in in regard to uh, with, with you know something I want to escape to, which is fantasy, right. you know, because um, I I really fucking hate politicians <laughs> with a passion. Like yeah. I hate politicians. I hate rich people. Um, I know. I mean, it's I'm, you know everybody says that shit, you know, but. Um, I mean, I don't know, man. You know, if you know, it's just about how fucking cruel war is, essentially. Yeah. You know, but yeah, right. Joe Abercrombie, Final Law trilogy is uh, first Law trilogy. Sorry, is uh, if anybody wants to read that, you know, re- I really suggest it. And that's very minimal magic. Oh, it's not okay. like Abracadabra. I mean, it's there, but yeah. it's not. A, it's not like it's not. Uh, it's not. It's it's more a political thriller, if anything, than it is um, high fantasy. That makes that's sense. fun. 
You know, yeah, no, 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 that, no. Yeah, no, that totally makes sense to me. I used to read a lot of stuff like that. It's been a while since I, yeah. uh, it's been a while since I really dipped into it in like the novel sense, but um, I've been reading, Um, it, it's like, it's a little more fantastical than what you're talking about, but I read this book, um, I read this, uh, this graphic novel series called Saga. Um, oh I yeah, love. yo! Yeah. I used to. I I. The thing is, I fucking I bought that as a as the issues came out. Right, me right? too. In me the too. beginning, and I just remember just being upset because it just wouldn't come out fast enough, so I stopped. And I think they're pretty. Is it still going on? Yeah, cause um, yeah, cause, yeah, cause they 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 did a whole arc where like where like Prince Robot gets killed. Oh, sorry, that's a spoiler. But either way, like people people lots of stuff happens and then they went on like a two-year hiatus for some reason and they like just brought the book back so oh like, yeah I'll... no that was a beautiful i really liked it more for the art yeah honestly you know because the art was uh i mean the story was i remember the last time i ended they were in like some sort of uh they ended up on this foggy planet and they met this like old man there when they were still escaping with the baby yeah at the lighthouse yeah yeah, yeah, and, he wrote, yeah. and he wrote the fan and he wrote the romance novel yeah i remember that's that. right that's exactly <laughs> what it was and and then like i i remember like there being a, a a wait for the next fucking thing and i was getting so frustrated and i was like and that's honestly funny enough that might have been like one of the very few graphic novels i read my whole life i'm not a, i'm not a graphic novels guy because i right. end up just you know what i mean um i would like to i mean i liked uh what is that dude that uh that wrote like um fever vendetta oh uh alan something alan moore alan moore alan yeah. moore yeah i like alan moore a lot um but graphic novels is tough because it's just like you gotta wade through a lot of bullshit you know what i mean like there's a lot of bullshit to wade through to me you know um but i don't know i want i want to get more into it though for sure. Yeah. It, it's, I, it's, I mean, it's, I love Saga. Right. Yeah. Saga's great. Um, Alan Moore stuff is all classic for the Man. most part. For the most part. There's there's there's, there's a couple. I mean, there. he's got he's got yeah. some turds. Yeah. Yeah. But when yeah. he hits right, he hits right. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. Nah. Watchmen, Watchmen kind of changed my life. Cause the first Man. the first time the first time I read it, I hated it because I was in high school. I didn't get it. And then I read oh, it right. again. Because you're like, I want niggas to fight. Yeah. And then <laughs> and then the movie came out and I saw the movie. No, no, no. The movie was about to come out. So I was like, the movie looks tight. Let me go read the book again. And then How old it all, I'm 30. Oh, so, okay. 92. Woo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah you get it. Too. You're 32? Yeah. Fire, yeah, I'm 30. Bro, okay. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That nigga Brian's right. old. That nigga Brian is 40. Old ass <laughs> nigga. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Um, so yeah, now I'm curious. What was so like so you have like a really specific I mean, like, I'm sure you like other stuff, too, but like, that's like a very specific kind of stuff you get from literature. Like, is what was the last like what was the last movie you saw that kind of hit on that kind of like first trilogy? The last vibe? movie. Hmm, the last or, movie. I saw. Yeah. I'm trying to think here. Uh, man, I watched like the, the corniest like criterion shits, but I feel like I just saw one that I really fucked with hard. Um. The last movie I saw that I really fucked with, possibly that I don't know because I do watch a lot of movies, but there's I have to think of one that really, really, oh, a dark song, great movie. Uh, I think it's Welsh. It's a Welsh movie. It's, mm -hmm. it's fairly recent. It's a horror movie um, about the occult, and this girl is trying to summon 
some sort of demon hires this dude and um later on and she's like oh i'm doing it for love and then later on you find out that she has more dark uh, that uh, like sort of more dark intentions behind it and you know it's only for the most part it's only two actors in a in one house you know uh i really love the aesthetic the aesthetic of it the ending was a little you know take it or leave it but it's more so about the journey type deal you know what i mean um that was a good fucking movie. I really, I really like that. And I watch it. It's like an IFC. I have the IFC streaming joint. So it was mm, just, okay. it was just one of those. Yeah. Cause you know, I got to get my quality shit, man. I don't, I don't like just, my girlfriend doesn't mind watching like Shrek like five times, you know, in, in a year of hey, the Grinch, man. you know, <laughs> look, man, it is what it is. That's what people like. I'm not yeah, comfort on anybody. Is comfort. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but I, I can't, but you know what? She also, she's a social worker too. So she hears a lot of nightmarish shit. And she wants to come home and watch The Bachelor. Yeah, you know I can't I can't shit on her for that. Like I'm here sitting thinking, oh, like the darkness of humanity, you know. But really, I'm on my computer. <laughs> you know, I'm on my computer writing down shit. You know. Yeah, no, that's so <laughs> funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, me, yeah, me and my girlfriend's dynamic is basically the same. Like she's very yeah. much she she's very much like a she's very much like a, I want to come home and watch like a watch like a nice romance anime. It's like romance anime horror mm. and like mm. and like we love um we're watching um 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 you ever watch a uh, oh man um the glass blowing show on Netflix? We just started the new season. Oh yo week. no my yeah. girlfriend loves that and she was like there's a guy on there that reminds me so much of you and it was like the short Filipino dude. Yeah, I was about to say yeah, I know exactly what she's talking yo, about. It's called Blown like, Away. What? That's it. Blown Away and blown that away, was before it, yeah. she even found out. We even found out that I was. Part Filipino. Isn't that so funny? She had you pegged yeah. already, bro. That's yeah, so funny. she was like, mm, interesting. Yeah, nah, man. But uh, yeah, I love anime too, man. That's another fucking uh, genre I need to get back into. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know any modern ones at all. I Like the last good anime I watched was Trigun. Oh, wow. Okay, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was, got, what, that was like, that was like uh, two decades ago. Yeah, you we were I mean? we 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 were kids when Trigun yeah. was a thing. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, nah. I mean, I've oh yeah, I've watched I've watched Naruto obviously, but I'm yeah. I'm really trying to get back more into um to anime, man. I really I just love the aesthetic of it, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, it's just a lot of it is like I I don't know where to find good ones. You know what I mean? Because I mm-hmm. I don't want to wait through bullshit again. You know? Because sometimes yeah. anime is a dedication. Oh yeah, totally. Nah, but I'm, when I'm, it hits, it hits. Yeah, I'm watching. I'm watching through JoJo's Bizarre Adventure right now, and that's been, oh, that's that's, been, a, that's one that I heard was crazy. Such a wild ride because I saw, I saw the first. No, I saw the second season in college when it was still only being broadcast in Japan because a bunch of my homies were like, "Yeah, like we love it." So, well, has like, it been around that long? It's been around forever, bro. Um, I think I think it might have started in like the manga started in the '80s, and I want to say that the nah the anime. I'm pretty sure the anime started in like. I want to say the anime started in either the late '90s or the early 2000s, maybe. You're but like, it's it's me, it, I, it's because there's a whole new season out for um oh I forget what the season's called uh it's uh with Jolene I forget I, is I think it's one called long story more or less yeah because like the whole thing is like it's this whole family called the Joe Star family and mm. every season follows a different Joe Star like the first uh. one. 
um there there's like some recurring characters in some of the seasons but the but the big connection is that they're all a part of the joe star lineage and mm. like some of the it, it's 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 so much fun and so zany and it's so colourful and just like yeah, really like, yeah. really kind of silly but like it's serious I've seen, too I've it's, seen it's a good it, time and i've seen a lot of people meme it in a way that i don't understand because like i feel like a lot of it is sort of at this point like the community has developed inside jokes right um, oh yeah it's definitely one of those but i want to see it i want to see it i want to see that i want to see um the one where the space dandy you know it's space, another one. space dandy site too yeah how many yeah, seasons yeah. of that are there i think i think only maybe only one maybe, Was that maybe right? two maybe two because i remember was, like when it came out people were nuts for that show yeah, because it was um, it was it was like the first time um, it was made by the guy who made um Cowboy Bebop. So like, anytime he does anything, oh, people go crazy over it. Right. It was really good though. I liked it a lot. Oh um, man, I mean that dude. You know what? Actually, I lied because Samurai Champloo was another one that I really I mean, fucked with. Classic yeah, man. That that was like the introduction. I was like, yo, I'm a, I might start making beats. Yeah, <laughs> for, man. For a lot of us nerds, that's what it was. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, black nerds. Oh, bro. You know, yeah, what I nah, mean? my my whole shit. You know, like that. I want to say, Samurai Champloo, and uh, what was another one? I want to say Champloo, Bebop, and Full Metal Alchemist, and Akira were like my four. Oh, that were I've like, never seen Akira. Never Akira's, seen Akira. Oh, Akira's wild, man. Like, yeah, man. I it, have it's, to. No, let me tell you something real quick, man. Yeah, they have yeah, a movie yeah. theater, a nice ass movie theater, every year that plays Akira, and I keep missing it. I don't want to watch Akira on my TV. Yeah, you got to see that in the theater if you can. Yeah, I haven't, yeah. so you got to do it for me. No, nah, no, I will. I will because I've always had the chance to do it. That's the reason I've avoided it because it's like people are like, oh, you want to put on Akira? I have it on VHS, blah, blah, blah. No, man. I want to see that shit with big speakers and a big screen, you know, eating M&Ms. <laughs> right. No, nah, it, nah, it's definitely one of those. It's definitely you know? one of those. Yeah. Uh-uh. But Full Metal Alchemist, is that with um, Light, Yagami? No, uh, no, 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 no. Was it? Is it the brother with a big metal like? Mm-hmm. The brother, they're like That's German. It. What the fuck? Is yeah, it? yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot. I know which one you're talking about. I did watch that. I watched that on Adult Swim. Mm-hmm. But like broken up, so I didn't really kind of get the. You know what I'm talking about? Like it was just I do, like yeah. I watched it like every couple nights, and they wouldn't play the episode in sequence. You know, oh, the yeah, TV was so no. chaotic, man. You just kind of had to drop it into a show. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like you were really rolling the dice on it, but yeah, nah, yeah, like, yeah. Like Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood was such a like, and, and 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 you know, like of course, like you know, like your Dragon Balls and your Naruto's, like I'm all about that too. But like, really, like Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood was just one of those where like I started it and just I was just in, yeah, because Brotherhood was the second rendition of it which was yeah. like more true to the uh to the books it, it was it, it was like it was like almost shot for shot like as opposed right? to the as opposed to the first the first one had its own story and it's really good but i just prefer it sort of diverged a little bit yeah yeah i, just I remember the they were like the looking for a philosopher's stone or something to bring back mm-hmm. their mom um yeah something like that i don't know some it was i, I don't know it's kind of actually dark it's like really it's, dark it's extremely dark, especially considering yeah. that, like the thing that always got me is that like Ed and uh, Edward and Alphonse were like that's they're, their like, names. 
they're like teenagers, you know, like egg was like 12 when he tried to bring their mom back and he loses his right. arm and Al loses right. his whole body. And he, and, and, and I think he sacked it's, it's a lot. It's really sad, but it's incredible. No, man. It's just, that like is a, a beautiful good, piece of fiction. Um, you know, that is crazy. Cause uh, that is a dark ass thing. Cause they're like literally children, you know, I, you know what? I might try to watch that shit. You know where it's streaming on? It used to be on Netflix. It might be mm-hmm. on Hulu. It's, I think it's still on Netflix. It's like you you could find Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood a lot of different places, but um, right, right. Try Netflix, maybe HBO Max. I can't remember exactly, but right, it's it's right, around. Yeah. It's around. Right, right, yeah. At this at this point, because uh, yeah. um, I remember when Brotherhood came out, and I think it was only on like the second season or something like that. Yeah, it must have been like what, like ten years ago, you something know? like that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, so. Yeah, but now that I have time to another thing too is I don't like have I don't like watching shows knowing only there's only one season, which is why I fucked up with uh Severance because man, that cliffhanger. Yeah, you just want more, yeah. <laughs> man, that shit killed me though. Cause like every episode I was like, I hope this isn't the last one, man. But then the last one really came out and I was like, This is the last one. This is too <laughs> crazy of a this is too crazy for them to continue this. Right. You know, man. That shit is I so know, yeah. Now, yeah. Thanks for the anime recommendations. You know, yeah, always. Can I get on that shit? Do you play video games? I do. I oh do, man, man, that's not that's my life. <laughs> I wish I didn't make music, man. I wish I was a fucking gamer. Real shit. <laughs> you know, I like making music. You know, but like, gaming is really where it's at. You it's know? the best. If I was it's... rich, mm. I just play video games all day. You man. Know? Yeah, I have I have a real crazy relationship with games. Like whenever I'm listening to stuff that I got to either review or write about or make questions mm. for like if I'm do if I'm just listening, I'm usually playing a game. I'm either mm. on my Switch or on my PS4 playing a game. Mm. Like Yeah, yeah. What are you playing on your PS4? Oh man, right now uh <laughs> I've been playing a lot of Fall Guys. I'm kind of in that. I'm kind of in that, that zone right now. It's the it's the game where you're like the little white beans that like run through like the oh, game show. That's right. That's yeah. right. That's right. That's right. So yeah, I'm kind of yeah. I'm on that right now. Um, I'm it's also like a playing kind of game. Yeah, you know, like real, real, mm. like nothing, nothing, nothing too crazy. But the right, but right, like right. but but like in terms of like a but in terms of like something a little more substantial, I'm playing. Uh, oh, I'm blanking on it. Um. What's it called? Um, I can't remember the last thing I played on my PS4 for real. It's 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 it, I'm I'm blanking on it right now because it's been right, so yeah. long. But right, on my right. Switch, I just beat I just beat Cuphead, the DLC for Cuphead. Man, you're um, insane, man! I couldn't. I remember just playing that game and just hating my life. It's a beautiful game, but it's insanely hard. It's tough, bro. It's so tough. You, I think you need somebody else to play it with, honestly. See, because once I played it with my homie, and then we kind of beat the the levels. You know what I'm saying? It's so easy if you do it with a friend. I've never played it with anybody else. I only ever play it by myself. That's I'm, crazy, I'm man. A, I'm, I'm a it felt so good when you beat that shit. I beat that. I remember, yeah. What? When that game came out, my I was like, I was like, yo, gaming has really went above and beyond because it's so true to that style of animation like in every sense of the word you know what i mean like yeah they really fucking got that shit down even now it's impressive to me right and like 
and and yeah, like the whole thing is hand drawn, and they were gonna like color the whole. They were gonna color everything by hand too, but it would have made it take even longer. So it's like mm. all hand drawn animation, but they digitally colored it and like the score mm. and like I think I think the creators they said something about uh they like remortgaged their houses to like get the money to make the game, and they There's sold a million copies and they sold a million copies in two weeks, and they're continuing to sell. They're continuing to make money off it like yeah really no no, that was a big budget you know i think that um congratulations to them because i know that feeling of having to when you know you have something so special that you're willing to take some sort of risks right you know and um and that it rewarded them you know what i mean like yeah, it's, a, it's a massive project man Congratulations 10 20 you. fold and all that but before we move yeah. on what before we move on what have you been playing kid now now you put me on the spot <laughs> now on. i'm trying to what the fuck have i been playing um i just beat arkham knight uh i i hurt my arm so i didn't have much to do except play video games so i played the batman uh-huh. arkham knight but the last game i really enjoyed was yakuza man yakuza zero specifically those games are so much fun i never once enjoyed a jrpg never i didn't i didn't like final fantasy none of that shit man but that had so much heart in it like i was there crying i was like i was like these are my friends yeah (laughs) Yeah. no that shit had me feeling feelings man what a good game but no but what i was gonna say is ever since then I got Final Fantasy 15. I got a bunch of JRPGs and now I'm just going to start, you know, going back cuz I always dismissed it. You know what I mean? Um mm-hmm. just cuz I think I just might have played like a bad one as a child and then I was just like, yeah, I don't want to fucking do this shit. You know, but now it's like what I want to do. You feel me? Like yeah. just getting it opened my mind up to that to that genre. Cuz before that I liked shit like I don't know, Fallout you know what I mean? Yep. Or or like StarCraft or Civilization, you know, like um, top down. Real time uh, strategy. Yeah. 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 You know, some real nerdy shit. But now that I, I want to really get into more, you know, fun story based shit with friends and you have a party and this whole adventure, you know, which which happens in JRPGs a lot right yeah you know not yeah not all of them are created equal and obviously there's a lot of bad ones and it took me a while to kind of get into it too but i found more than a few that i've really loved and appreciated like i haven't played every yakuza game but the ones i've played are great um i'm a big kingdom hearts guy myself um yeah oh my god kingdom hearts that's a that's a throwback man you're talking about the shit with disney yeah because they made the third one like that game in a minute they there's made the third. third one? There's a third one. It came out two years ago because they did you like the, play with me, man. I'm 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 not, bro. I'm, is I'm, it I'm so is it um with the keyblade and all that? Yeah, because like man, I have like, touch. <laughs> they, they did Kingdom Hearts two, and then they did like all like the like the spinoffs and the sequels that weren't Kingdom Hearts three. Like they did, they like, made decoded. them on like a DS and shit, right? Right, because it, it it was like uh, a combination of like there were DS games. There was a PSP one that I played that I actually really enjoyed now that I think about it. Um, but like, there was never like a proper kingdom hearts three and they just right. put that out maybe like two years ago at this point. You know, um, what's crazy. I, and this was still back in high school. Um, I remember somebody, there was rumors that there was going to be a kingdom heart three. 
This was yeah. like PS2 era still, that like 360, you know what I'm saying? Right, and, right, right. And I guess it just finally came out. I just thought that was one of those games that will just be great, um, sort of lost in, in its own era. You know what I'm saying? Like one of those right. things only you and I can talk about and, and fondness. But uh, yeah, that's a throwback. I hadn't heard that name in a minute. Yeah, I didn't man. really, you know, that's crazy. Is it still the same, um, like Disney characters and all that? Yeah, and they added. You, huh? There's there's like a whole Toy Story world in the third one, and like you're like a toy and shit. They they you know like they add in they add in old and new stuff. Is it good? Like it's it's cool. I I never beat it. I kind of mm. I kind of I kind of got um either bored or frustrated and just kind of moved on. So I guess I I, I guess that says a lot. But it's something I've been meaning to pick back up and really dive back into. I kind of right. have a bad habit of like juggling four games at one time. Mm-mm, and then mm-mm. I just kind of gravitate toward the one that's either the most easy or the most inviting or whatever the fuck. So yeah, I just got to just be an action hero. Yeah. You know, like some yeah, yeah like sometimes you just want to like fall into a game like Fall Guys or like I also just got the um they made a new uh Ninja Turtles beat 'em up game called Shredder's Revenge. Oh, I've been playing man. that a lot. I heard too. about that. I heard that game's good. It's tight. I like it so far. Yeah. <laughs> I'm supposed to be playing that with somebody actually pretty soon. Ah, um, just like cuz it's like cuz it's like catch co-op, right? Mhm. Yeah, no, I'm supposed to be playing. Was it Brian? Cuz Brian plays video games too. He loves God of War. Um, ah, I'm excited for the yeah, new one. He, Yo, he sent me that shit yesterday. He was like, oh, my God. He Because when his son was born, he let me borrow his PlayStation. So I got all the um, every single PlayStation game I could uh, at least get it done. So I played Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, I played a little bit of the God of War. The Ghost you know of Tsushima is such a good game, man. Holy shit. What man. a great game. That What a perfect closer to uh, an era of video games. Truly. Yeah. You know, another really uh, good game is uh, an underrated one. I think it's called Shadowrun. Um, it might be called Shadowrun. It's first person shooter and you just go crazy and you have like these massive. It, it's so smooth. Um, Shadowblade. I forget what it is. I mean, forget about what I said, but like it is it is a good ass underrated game. now. for real. I'm going to um, find it. I'm going to find it where I can. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll let you know. I, I'll DM you what the please. game is. Yeah, please yeah. do. Because I'm, I'm, if you want to just shut your brain and play something and just kill yeah. a bunch of shit and, you know, do crazy combos and different weapons, that's the one. Tight. So oh, yeah. it's almost like Borderlands. Okay, yeah. And it's been long enough that I'm, yeah, like I I, I, I did Borderlands to death when that shit came out. So I needed, Man, I needed, I needed a break for a long time, bro. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, no, nah, that's a good game, though. It is a good game. Just, you know, like I just... Yeah, I needed a break. I'm ready to dive back in at some point. But um, uh, what was I going to ask you? Sorry, this has been such a good conversation. I almost forgot that there's like other questions I have for you. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, you know that's how these things go. Uh, always. Um, so <laughs> walk me through the first movie memory you have. Like it could be at the theater, it could be at your cousin house, it could be wherever. What's the first I time? I know you remember exactly what it is. Oh shit! And it was um with my grandpa. My mom's mom, rest in peace, uh, you know. But we were living in Madagascar at the time. And Madagascar, you know, very poor country. There aren't, re- maybe there are now. But at the time, there wasn't really any movie theaters that were playing, like, new shit. Like, The Mummy wasn't a thing there, you know. Right. You had to get that shit bootlegged. And, um, but we had a theater that only played old 60s movies. And he used to take me to watch, like, Bruce Lee joints. 
and, and uh, Jackie Chan joins. And that's and then I just found out he did the same thing with my mom. So it was uh Big Boss. No, sorry, no, it was um shit, not Big Boss. Enter the Dragon. Oh yeah. Was that it? With the I think um, so, yeah. Yeah. With Jim yeah. Kelly in them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's Enter the Dragon. And that was the first, that was the earliest one. And I remember we also watched Planet of the Apes. Um classic. You know, and this like piece of shit theater in Madagascar. Um, you know, many, many, many years ago. It must have been like three or four. It's like the earliest movie memory I have. And then I mean it shaped who I am because I still love Jackie Chan. I still love right. Arnold, you know, mm-hmm. Commando, you know, Rocky. Yeah, you know, I wanted to be a muscle guy so bad as a kid. You know what I mean? Dolph yeah. Lundgren. You know, they made that shit look like they looked impossible, bro. They like they looked like action figures brought to life. You no, know, like, they exactly didn't look they didn't look real. Like, <laughs> nah, man, it was insane. I was remember I was ta- talking to my friend about it, and he was like, "Cause uh, he, I was like, you never thought like Arnold was cool or Stallone or any of because that's the dudes I came up with." Like what? Like being like these motherfuckers are cool. Even Steven Seagal, to a lesser extent, you know, because right. because he had like these. I mean, he's a terrible person, but like he had these <laughs> these moments where like you know you're watching somebody just like do a spin kick, and as a kid you're like whoa, and then he gets this hot girl, you know what I mean? But um, what was I gonna say about that shit? Uh, yo, my but my boy was like, nah, I never give a fuck about that shit, man. I was more into like anime. And I was like, that's, I guess that's something, you know? Yeah, um, you know. You know, but I was just like, yeah, I thought every little boy wanted to be like Arnold growing up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. He, and he also liked, uh, uh, what, what, what was I going to say again? Um, no, but I, uh, but I also liked anime. I like, we watched it in French, Dragon Ball Z, mm-hmm. you know, Dragon Ball Z, you know, um, I don't know, long time Africa talk, you know? No, it's no, it's all good. That's really interesting to me because I didn't know. I didn't know like you were from. Are you from Madagascar? Where? um, Oh no, you. Oh no, you said I'm. You from Tanzania, right? I was born in Tanzania. So my dad's side is Tanzanian, and my mom's side is from Madagascar. Got you. Okay. Mm -hmm. But I lived all over the continent, and um, for some reason, I don't know how we just ended up in Baltimore City. Well, my mom, my mom. It's a super complicated story, but like, um. Yeah, this is where I am now. And, I, you know, this is where I've been since 2005, more or less. Right. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, but I mean, I go back a lot. You know, I'm I sure, go back yeah. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to go back again soon, man, because America is starting to weigh down on me a little bit heavy. Yeah. You know? it, it, yeah. Like if you can get out for a little bit, definitely worth it to get man. out for a, if you got a reason, even if you don't got a reason. But like, yeah, you have, you, like, I don't, a, you know, you I know, want like, mangoes. <laughs> I want right, mangoes from the, the coast of Tanzania. That's my reason. God. I want to eat bananas. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good-ass reason, bro. Right. I want to drink beer and eat meat. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, man. Yeah, Let me nah. you, man. Tanzania, one of the most peaceful, beautiful places. My girlfriend wouldn't be able to handle it, though, because she's so type A. She hates when people are on time. When We went to Puerto Rico on vacation, and they're on island time, which means they're slow. Like right. nobody's ever on time. And I was like, if you think this is slow, you don't want to go up to Tanzania. Because sometimes in Tanzania, they just won't open a store if they don't feel like coming in. Shit. You'll know, be there like, I'm trying to get to the pharmacy. And the guy's like, yeah, nah, I'm chilling. You know, That's kind of hard, honestly. I, re- I respect that. <laughs> yeah, that, that's exactly. People will just stop in the middle of the road to pray because a lot of the coast is Muslim. 
Right. And they would literally just stop and cause traffic to pray in the middle of the road. I don't know. It's a, it's a, you know, the thing about it, there's a lot of influx of Americans moving in there for some fucking reason. And a lot of them are, are trying to bring this American hustle situation to Tanzania. And, you know, because I think a lot of Americans think it's primitive. You know what I'm Does that make sense? It does like make they, sense. Yeah. And the, the you know, the, the, a lot of Tanzanians are saying, like, don't try to save us. We know what we're doing. You know what I mean? Like, right. It's not a, it's not necessarily a. It, it is who we are as a as a people. You know, don't bring right. that weird hustle mentality here. And I mean, like, and, and the thing is, a lot of people. I don't know. It's like a weird colonization sort of thing. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, absolutely. That's the you first know? place my brain went. Yeah. Yeah, no, but that's exactly what happened. I mean, it's it's still there, you know. Uh, even though as well intentioned as it is, um, it's still you. You just gotta call it what it is. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I don't know. Anyway, uh, Tanzania. What were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. This is all not no. This is all interesting because I just didn't realize I didn't realize that about you, and you know, like especially considering that you, you know, you've kind of been um so many different places uh throughout the throughout throughout Africa and throughout you know, like the states, like That's what um man. man, like so 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 just like having that having that unique of an experience, like especially when it comes to like your relationship with movies, like as you get older. Did you remember, like, like was there ever, do you remember the first movie you saw that really made you kind of just, like, stop and appreciate it in a way that was just, like, beyond, like, oh, this is a good movie? Not even necessarily yeah. in, like, an artful way, but just, like, a, oh. it really, it can be if you want, but just something that just, like, generally impacted you more than just, yeah. like, watching I Jackie do, Chan. I do, actually. <laughs> I do, I really do. I mean, Jackie Chan, you know, yeah, police he's... story, man. That's crazy, the only crazy, police I'll cap for. Him and, and that and Carl Winslow. Right. From, uh, <laughs> for, for Family Shout Matters. Shout out to Family Matters, yeah. Yo. But um, nah, man, Pan's Labyrinth. Mm. That was a oh, that was shit. a great, like um that was that movie devastated me, man. Mm. I did not know anything about it coming in. I just like it just because another thing about, and here's the thing, I was actually in South Africa at the time. And my dad in South Africa, I don't know if they still do this because, you know, the internet and stuff, but th there's uh, markets, big markets uh, with these Pakistani dudes that just sell bootleg DVDs. But you got to find a guy that does it. You got to find your guy. Like you have a barber, you know what I'm saying? So you yeah. have your bootleg man. You just, if you get it from somebody else, sometimes like, um, you know, he, he ripped the wrong, you know, you're getting like Batman Begins on it. It's like, no, nah, I didn't want Batman Begins, man. I want to pass Labyrinth. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. you had to find your dude who was trusted and you got your shit. My dad would just get all these DVDs, man. If you ever bought a DVD from like, you know, like what the equivalent of like a Walmart or like a Best Buy out there, you're a sucker. You know, right. you have to get it from a, a Pakistani or a Somalian dude in Mayfair. And I remember putting it on one night, you know, just binging movies. I think... um, you know, and then I, I was like, Pan's Labyrinth. I was like, that sounds kind of gay. Like, I don't, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to see. <laughs> I was like, I'm not oh, trying to man. watch it. But I put it on, man. And by the end of it, I was like, I had never seen anything that beautiful in my life. And to this day, Guillermo del Toro still inspires me. He's incredible, bro. Like, wow. I, I, um, I had, I had seen the first Hellboy 
and I was like, oh, I love all of this, you know? Like I was Yo. really into the I was really into the books at the time. So then like I heard the Pan's Labyrinth was a thing. Got out the Dark Horse, man. Yeah, for real, man. They were they yeah. were they they were doing the Lord's work back in the day. Mm -hmm. And like, mm -hmm. yo, um, Pan's Labyrinth is just I remember the first time I saw it too, like it was yesterday, bro. Like what a what a what a movie. <laughs> just like yeah, I didn't I didn't yeah. know it was gonna be that heavy. And then you know the you get the devil's to the end. backbone too. Yeah, the devil's backbone good. is yeah, yeah i just bought that on criterion not too long ago funny enough but um man yeah let, let me tell you man i'm a big criterion fan mm -hmm. big time i love criterion i hate telling people that because i don't want to come off as a douche you know what right. i'm saying but really i love Criterion. every night i well I, now that now that i'm not like drinking as much unfortunately i uh i can't because i used to love getting drunk and just watching criterion yeah or listening man. to music you know what i'm saying but now I used to, I, I, I did it for um, Zatoichi. Ah, yes, the Blind Man, Swordsman. Good that's shit. like one of the best series of all time to me, bro. Man, I could just get like, I can talk so much about Zatoichi. I love Zatoichi. I love the feeling it gives me. I love the aesthetic. I love how funny it is at times. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I love that shit, man. You know, um, I still got to watch Yojimbo with yo, yo, Zatoichi. Yo Jimbo is incredible. I've only I've only seen the first Zatoichi movie, but mm -hmm. like I, I want to watch the whole series, obviously. But like right, one like day, twenty seven of them, man. You're 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 good. Yeah, you're gonna be one, one, them for a while. One day I'm gonna go out and get that big ass fucking collection they have in the Criterion. The really Vienna. pretty one. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm I'm a uh, bro. I'm a sucker for box sets. I love a, I love a good DVD box set. Like if, I miss if, those if I, stores that had the box sets, like specifically God. like. Like Suncoast. I don't know if y'all had Suncoast videos. Oh, yo, you are, we definitely had yeah. Suncoast, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. But them shits, because it, it wasn't just a DVD store. You know right. what I'm saying? You got, like, memorabilia, posters. FYE's like that. You ever been to FYE before? Oh, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a matter of fact, FYE is the, the place I got my first Outcast CD at. Which one? And it wasn't, and it wasn't the Outcast CD. It was a tribute to Outcast because it didn't have the fucking parental advisory sticker. It was a tribute to Outcast, but it was... um. Who did it? It was like they were doing, I think it was, they were attributing the album um, Speaker Box. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I they were like, oh, you can't buy this. It has a parental advisory sticker on it. So you have to get something else. So I, I was like, oh, this is the same thing. It's Outcast, except it doesn't have the parental. And it's the same album. So I got it out. I put it on and I was like I was like what the fuck is this shit man you know what I mean I don't know I don't I don't know why people made a tribute to albums back then it was just such a funny thing to do I guess people were just buying it me yeah you know like yeah you know you just you just get by on that name recognition and just someone like oh yeah I just need this you know because like, no because it said like outcast and then like at the in the little tiny words it said attribute <laughs> attributes to, you know? yeah you know <laughs> You thought you were yeah. about to come in and hear the way you move, and they're talking right, about not right. that. Like, <laughs> and it was like, and it was like, oh man, and it's only six dollars. Oh, you know? oh yeah, they got you. Yeah, man. but I remember Fye. I remember Fye because they they also had like some video game um sort mm -hmm. of uh selections too. Yeah, yeah, totally. It wasn't yeah. huge, but they definitely had a video game mm -hmm. section. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, now I miss the, I miss places also that had like rare video games. Like there would be only like in, in Japan. Like this is only made in Japan, but we happen to have it in this random store in a strip mall. Yeah, now, and I'm not it, talking about game. Uh, what is that? GameStop, right? You know, or EB Games or whatever the fuck. EB Games saying? isn't around in the states anymore, really. 
I think GameStop bought EB Games. Yo, you know what? That actually makes a lot of sense. Because there used to be an EB Games next to a GameStop uh, at this local mall that we're at. That that is close by, but then now there are just two Game Stops in different floors. You know what I'm saying? So that makes sense. Yeah, yeah but, just, but yeah, but that's what I meant by not those kind. But there was like these specialty stores that had like mm-hmm. rare ass get. You know what I'm saying? There's one. There's one near my crib that's really cool. There's a bunch in New York City. Like New York City's littered with oh, fucking man. cool game stores. There's everything in New York, man. That's the best yeah, place on real. earth. Yeah, I man. love New York, man. There, there's this great store that, that I used to go to often. Uh, it's near St. Mark's called uh, 8-Bit and Up. They got all the rare hey, shit. Let me, let me write this shit down. Hold up. Yeah. I, yeah. I forget the address, but the place is called 8-Bit and Up. It's like they, they, they have every... And up or end up? End up. Like A-N-D, ampersand or whatever the fuck. Mm. Um. So like so yeah like they got they got like every console they got like a whole bunch of rare collectibles like not even yeah. just games like like you said memorabilia and like all that good shit it, it's it's a it's a cool spot I like it nah that's the kind of shit I like man um you know I, I one thing I do miss about New York and this was this was a way back in the day funny story is that um I couldn't find when I couldn't find a record that I really wanted. As a kid, because you you know, like LimeWire was like I didn't re- really I like this is high school. I didn't I didn't really have internet, so I'd pay people to burn me CDs, and then they would burn me some whack ass joints. Like <laughs> one of my best friends now, until today, I still give him shit for it. It's like I paid for him like for like um, I don't know what I, I it might have been like Pink Floyd or something, and he burnt me like no doubt, and I paid him seventeen bucks. <laughs> You know, but what I used to do is I used to go to the Virgin store with my mom to find rare CDs that mm-hmm. you couldn't get at like the Barnes and Nobles here or some, you know, the record and tape traders or the, you know, and we used to go all the way up to New York and I would just go in with like all the money I saved up and just get like, you know, the, I remember specifically it was the first Flaming Lips record. Couldn't oh, wow. find it anywhere. And they had it at in the... Um, the Virgin's uh, record, the Virgin store. I don't know if that shit's still around though. Oh no, the Virgin... The Virgin Mega Store has been gone for like at least. Man, 10, look at me! Years. I'm talking about all this shit that's. So you have like, <laughs> damn, there's a new Kingdom Co- or uh, uh, what is it? Kingdom um, Hearts, yeah. Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> man, I'm out of nah. date, man. Nah, man. <laughs> you're like, there's you're no good. more EB games, bro. <laughs> yeah, let yeah, me no tell you, man. Games, no more EB games. No more. My man at Circuit City. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, don't. You don't, you, you don't want to hear about Circuit City. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, nah, man. That shit is so funny. Um, so I mean, like, you've already mentioned a couple examples, but like, when did you really first? I mean, like, a when did music first come into your life, and b when did rap music specifically come into your life? So music. So I was raised essentially with two camps of people. I was raised with my dad's side. Uh, well, I was raised with my dad's side, which is the Muslim mainland Africans. And then I have Madagascar, which are the Christian islanders. So right. in between those, on my dad's side, um, they weren't really all about music. They were more into business. And, you know, my dad's really, especially the older he got, he got a lot more conservative. And music wasn't like he didn't tolerate music at all. But when he did, it was like Bob Marley. And mm. then on my mom's side, and R. Kelly, funny enough. You know. <laughs> Which is like, you know, like, I don't know, man. Like, I fuck R. Kelly, but like, I, I miss listening to R. Kelly. I can't lie, man. He had some bops, man. I <laughs> oh, don't. I don't. Did, Out of man. principle, I don't. Right. But, 
You know, I, I know your ass was like scared, was scared. And I was like, I don't know, man. R. Kelly might be, you know, these people are trying to bring him down. <laughs> you know, nah. I, that's not what I was, that's not what I was going to lead to. But I was, you know, but my mom's side, which mostly raised me, um, my uncle loved rap. As a matter of fact, like, the one song that stands to me is Lil Homies by, by Tupac. Oh wow! Um, and it's off of his po- uh, posthumous record. I forgot what it's called. Until the, the end Ma- of time, or something like that. The Mac of the, the Machiavelli one. That no, one? no, like it's later, later ones. Like um, I don't know, but th- that I remember Wu Tang Clan. Um, this is like late nineties, you know. Mm. Uh, Fuji's, right. uh, and I mean it's been a part of me since literally I could think. You know what I mean? Like it's never right. been. You know, rap is literally, I mean, and my grandma loved classical music. So classical music obviously became a thing, as you can tell in, the, in you know, from King Cobra, I have a lot of classical pieces and stuff, right. um, neoclassical pieces. Um, so the two sort of married and I could never really choose one. So I kind of combined both. Yeah. You know, you, you know, you, you know, you, you're not, other. right. You know, like you're not really, you, you know, like I. I feel like I feel like you're someone who understands the power of not needing to choose one or the other and just kind of making it however Man. you do. You know, like. people who <laughs> have an identity and stick to that identity irk me so much. Right. You know, because you're so sure. Because you know, I used to be in punk bands. I used to live in punk houses. I lived with where, warehouses, all these punks, and you know, they used to kind of you know slide on me a little bit, like roast me because like I never wore like studded leather jackets and. All that dumb shit, man. Like, why why I gotta do that? But they were so sure that punk was like the identity to be. And like it's like, nah, man. First of all, y'all are white. You know, second of all, I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're just like a lot of them would be like people in like pushing 30, like these big fat, like white ball dudes with red noses from drinking too much, like talking about this isn't punk and this is punk. And I just like that solidified my irking for that shit like i was like you just don't want to be you just that's it you decided that this is what you're sure about and you're gonna be okay with that you know um Mm -hmm. so i i'm i ever since then i became a little bit more vigilant about really just trying to stretch my horizon which going back to what i was going to say earlier is like one thing i want to do when i age i i hope i i hope i'm always graceful enough to change my mind if i have to and mm-hmm. to adapt you know what i mean i don't want to fucking get stuck in my ways man i don't want to do that i don't want to do that to whatever generation is coming after me i don't want to do that to myself um you know what i mean i don't want to be stuck in my ways and you know it's a, like i'm not above it because it eventually happens to all of us but i'm gonna try my hardest to always constantly be you know a um what's the word here uh malleable in my thinking yeah you know you know be open-minded and shit and uh, yeah like yeah. it's it's it, it already says a lot that you're thinking about that because you know like we're you know you know like it's 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 crazy to think because like we're both 30 and like 30 30 is like old ish but it's like not that old either no, like i feel no. like i mean we're, we just started adulthood basically it- yeah <laughs> You know, like, yeah, you know, like, um, yeah, I was talking, I was talking to my girlfriend about this before. I'm like, I feel like I'm kind of just getting started in a lot of respects, you know? Oh, like, yeah. 100%. It's, 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 I, I, it's just like, but, but no, nah, but no, nah, like to your point, I think, uh, you know, I think that's, you know, like life is a, life is a constant learning experience. 
So I think that's definitely a big part of like, you know, like you, you just constantly being open to learning new shit. It's great. Yeah, no, I, like, I have, that's how I it should be. Like, yeah. I want, I want to live a long life, man. I, I enjoy living, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't for a long time, but I, I legit like enjoy, you know, whatever bullshit is going on around me right now. So, <laughs> you know, and I, and I want to make people around me also enjoy living. So I want to, I want to just always constantly, you know, constantly just be adaptive. You know what right. I mean? Totally. Do, do, you mind, do you mind holding on for a second? I'm going to get a, a glass of water real quick. Do your thing, bro. Um, so. Man. Yeah, no, what was yeah. I going to say? I just started fucking vaping, man. I had to quit smoking. Well, I'm trying to quit smoking. It's fucking hard, man. I, I can't can do this imagine. vaping shit for that long. I can only imagine. But... Damn. Um, well, you're breaking up a little bit. Oh, uh, uh, can you hear me now? Am I okay? Am I still? Yeah, there yeah, you're now? better now. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, um, you're there. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, what was I going to ask you? Oh, so as you get older and you kind of start, you just have all these experiences with music and film happening, either at the same time or separately. Was there ever a point where you consciously recognized like that film and music are two things that kind of go together and complement each other? Like it oh, could even yeah. be, yeah, 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 man. I mean, my my like my job right now is uh, I do make soundtracks, and oh, shit, yeah, no, that's literally my job. And I, you know, I do mostly podcasts and stuff. But ever since I got into this shit, that's what I wanted to do. I mean, the rap shit is cool. I love rap. That's more of a passion project, you know. That's like, mm-hmm. um, but my my dream is really to just get like a nice monkey paw contract, man. Um, Jordan Peele. Whew. yeah that'd be yeah, beautiful man yeah now i'm working on a couple i'm working on a movie right now i got in touch with this video game publicist dude so i want to get into that but like that that's always been it like there's always been you know because i heard it i don't know what the first soundtrack of a movie i heard but i was like and this is just my experience you know but i was like i can do that Literally, I was like, I can do that. You know what I'm saying? I think it might have been like 28 days later or something like that, you know, mm-hmm. with the post rock stuff. And I was like, I was like, this sounds like my shit already to begin with, you know, at least like a very, <laughs> a very like prototype. Does that make sense? Yeah, but now, nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I love, I love a good fucking film, man, especially foreign ones uh, as of late, because America has been pumping out some bullshit for like the past <laughs> 20 years. You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> You yeah, know. plenty of good shit too, but a lot of bullshit for sure. Yeah, yeah, plenty of good shit on the on the yeah yeah for sure. I mean, my roommate, I don't know if she'd even want me to say this, but she's a filmmaker. Um, <laughs> she's working on. The, I'm actually we. She it's actually ended up being great because she sends me contracts all the time. Um, whenever she gets one, she actually she works for Francis McDormand. Oh, very shit. cool. Yeah, very wow. cool. No, <laughs> shout out to Emma hooking me up. She needs to hook me up with the fucking Cohen brothers though. Hey man, yeah. that would be yo man. If that ever worked out, <laughs> if that ever worked out, I'm changing my I'm be, I'm becoming a Republican. How about that? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> yeah, now but no, music you. and music and movies go hand in hand. I agree, right? For sure, very you know, like, Yeah, yeah. Like they just they just complement each other so well, and sometimes they clash in ways that just kind of show how they work together and uh that's 
I've just always been hella fascinated by that. That's the whole reason this podcast exists. Well, yeah, real notes. Yeah, that's the whole thing. I love yeah. like that's that's what we do over here. And before before we move on to your personal to like bits of your journey through music, now now that you brought up the Cohen brothers and wanting to work with them, if there was one Cohen brothers movie that you could have soundtracked, what would it be? Oh, that already exists. Yeah, that already exists. That already exists. I'm Brian's oh, popping man. But the thing about the Coen Brothers is that they're there's the, the everything about their movies is like their soundtracks is so integral to it that it feels yeah. like sacrilege for me to to do that. But what I would do is take this Yo. old Look what's at this cracking? nigga being loud and shit. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> Infinity Nines and Dilla. What's popping, fellas? What's cracking, Brian? How you feeling? Do, Brian? Yo, I'm good, man. Appreciate you having us on, brother. Nah, man. I'm happy to do it. Thank y'all for taking the time. Hey, yeah. my pleasure. Thank I apologize for the time. delay. I'm at home on the uh the day gig. Things got a little hectic. Nah, I feel you, bro. It's 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 uh almost like oh yeah, Tariq filled me in. It's it's you got a lot going on. Please don't apologize. <laughs> uh which one called Infinity Nines? What was he uh just rambling about? I saw him <laughs> running his mouth. <laughs> now, saying that, I it feels like sacrilege redoing any soundtrack to the Coen Brothers because, like the, like so many scenes are like you know have these great songs on them. But yeah. what I would do is I would take those old Tupac records, the ones that they released after he died, and remake the beats to sound like they were actually of the time. Rather than like fucking when Eminem redid like Black Cotton and shit like that, like oh yeah, that that was all that was all bad. Yeah, loyal oh to the game. God. Oh you know? shit, yeah. yeah. Y'all ever hear po- y'all ever hear y'all ever hear the sound uh, on the album Pox Life before? Nah, nah. It's, it's, it's terrible. Who's it? Who's that? <laughs> it it's it's just it. Oh, oh no, go ahead. Oh no, no. Um, yeah, Pox Life was just a real. It was it was like one of like his like it must have come out in like oh six or some oh, shit yeah. like that. Yeah. It was just oh, it was just terrible. But what were you about to say, Brian? No, I was gonna say I just remember when the uh the Machiavelli bootlegs dropped, you know, about like six months to a year after he passed. Mm. Um with the original production and the beats that they had on those was so much better than all the shit they put out officially later. Um yeah. it's a shame they didn't keep those original tracks, man, because that shit was trash. Oh, that's rough. <laughs> I've never, I've never heard the original, so I can't even say. But yeah, the bootlegs are worth checking out, man. Um, you know what I'm saying? It has the majority of them kind of have like that Machiavelli vibe. Uh huh. Um, real like dirty and and, uh, and grimy. I mean, obviously the mixes are like terrible, so the quality is yeah. not great. But that's but fine. Super fire though. Yeah, man. You know, yeah, yeah. You know, like when it comes to bootlegs, like the you know, you, you know, like the mixes don't have to be good. Like I'm gonna listen to them if they're if they're tight. Like there's still stuff I there's still stuff I dig for on YouTube that sounds like trash that I listen to to this day just because I fucked with it so much. That's part of what's dope about it though is that like that rough quality. You know what I'm saying? Right, absolutely. And while I have you here, since Tariq already answered a bunch of these questions, (laughs) sure, um, sure. What um um so for you, can you remember the first movie experience you ever had in your whole life? First movie experience. You know what? I think maybe the first movie I can remember seeing in the theater was yeah. RoboCop. Ah. My parents took five-year-old me to see fucking RoboCop. Not five-year-old Brian and RoboCop. Five-year-old, Bri- <laughs> five-year-old Brian saw Murphy get assassinated in the most brutal fucking way. Um, that was great. But yeah, I want to say probably was RoboCop because my parents were big, uh, big moviegoers. Um, mm-hmm. And they weren't real sticklers on 
not letting children see rated R movies. You know what I'm saying? That wasn't really right. a thing with them. So I saw everything that they saw. You know what I mean? Whether my mom was like on her Steven Seagal kick and taking me to see like Hard to Kill, um, whether it was seeing all the Spike Lee joints when they first dropped. I think mm -hmm. I may have saw Do the Right Thing in the theater, definitely Jungle Fever, um, but very young. You know what I'm saying? That's hard. <laughs> we were just talking about Steven Seagal. Yeah, we were. Oh, How terrible man. of a person he is. <laughs> he went out so bad. Yeah, he yeah really man. Did. He he fell he, he fell off. Like I don't think he's ever actually had a good movie. I don't know. I, I think the eighties just was a, as an excuse for him to be like rebel relevant. Yeah. yeah, I can't say that I've seen any of it recently to really see if this shit holds up. But I remember like the first couple, Hard to Kill, I think Mark for Death. And there was another one up to like under siege, like weren't bad, but I don't know. They could suck now though. Who knows? Yeah, no, nah, I haven't I, I I haven't checked for anything Seagal in a long, long, long right, time. Right. I, I think I think I've only seen one Steven Seagal movie in my life and I couldn't Is tell you right? what it was. I couldn't Damn. tell you what it was. It's 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 been like cause uh, cause he was also in he was in um you ever see uh Machete, the um the Oh um, the Danny uh, Trejo Machete? Movie? Yeah, he was. <laughs> He was, I, uh, I need um, to I need to watch Machete. He was he was one of the henchmen. That movie's crazy. That movie is really wild. <laughs> what 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 was his first appearance? Machete. Oh, uh, Dan, Dan, Dan. A, oh, sorry. Death sorry. Proof, right? No, it was um he was in Spy Kids. That's what okay. it was. That's Got what the it. fuck it was. Yeah, because he and then it became their, like its own thing. Yeah, because he's their uncle in the right, Spy Kids movies. Right. And then oh, that's a little that's after Brian's time, like way after Brian's time. <laughs> Right, you must have been an adult. Machete, um, that Tarantino, Robert Rodriguez movie it was Death Proof. I think, like when they did that double feature, right? Because um, they they had the trailers and Machete it was, was a one fake of them. trailer. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. They built the movie off of that. Yep. Right. I saw I saw that in the theater with my dad and one of my best friends. Uh, like the whole Grindhouse experience. Never. Yeah. yeah like because like, like they did the movie, they did Planet Terror, then the fake trailers, and then Death Proof. After that, Planet that was Terror, a beautiful experience. That shit was gorgeous. It really Planet was. Yeah. Is that the girl I, with the gun leg? At the first weekend. Uh-huh. Yep. Rose, yeah. Rose McGowan. Yeah, Rose McGowan. That was a good movies. era of movies, man. That was a great era of movies. God. Like, yeah, like, it, it was. And it, from, like, the, the mid to late 2000s had amazing films. I don't know what happened because there will be blood. Yeah. You know, um, no country. Marvel happened, men. man. Yeah, that is true. Marvel did really happen, and then Marvel they, they got happen, that nostalgia man. kick, like that yeah. big nostalgia kick that we're still like um, going through right now. You know, I love, I love, I love a good Marvel movie, but you know, they definitely so does, uh, so does Brian. Yeah. I love, I love them. I, I yeah, love Brian them. But it's it like without with Marvel movies, it's like you either the studios either make. Ed Damon was speaking on this a couple months ago, yeah. but it's like there's no middle ground. There's no mid budget original dramas. You know what I mean? It's either low budget or you got to have a cape on. And that's kind of where the fall off, I think, comes from. Right. Or you got to be like David Cronenberg because he just put out it's, he just put out his new movie, which is pretty. That's tight. right. He did. Yeah. I was, yeah, never, did. I was never a body horror, dude. <laughs> I love. Yeah, I love body horror. I actually yeah, I actually man. didn't like them. I didn't like the new one as much as I wanted to. But it was it was pretty cool. You know, he it, did crash, right? That's a he did crash. Crash. Yeah. Oh, crash, yeah, crash. Wow. Oh. Goddamn movie. Yeah, man. I can't. I can't. Yeah, that. That shit, I'm a little too queasy for that shit, man. You know, <laughs> I like a nice, I like a nice uh, psychological joint, though. Right. You know, that's why I like uh, Severance so much. It's a lot right. of psychological shit. Yeah. 
Yeah. Now that makes sense. Yeah, because Crash is just like Crash is just fucking um you, you ever see Tetsuo the Iron Man before? That's another one I was gonna say I could never no, get never. It, man. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it's like Tetsuo the Iron Man is just this movie about this guy who just like slowly but surely turns into a robot. And Crash yeah. is basically just that, but about like people having sex in cars. Yeah. And that's all crashes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That sounds amazing. <laughs> there was another uh there's another one too, Martyrs. Man, oh, I've seen Martyrs. Oh. Man, that was a tough one to watch, man. Oh man. No, that's one one going back to those punks, man. That's all the movies they would watch. All right. the time, like you punk that and new metal French head. extremity shit. Yeah, nah, and just... begotten <laughs> Serbian film. Like, come uh-huh. on, man. Yeah, yeah Solo, like... 120 Days of Solo, or Solo, yeah, excuse man. me. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, man, yeah. Um, that's that one like Italian movie, right? It was like made uh-huh. in the 70s, or yeah, yeah, not not my thing, man. Like, people eating shit and stuff is, I can't, <laughs> <laughs> I can't do unless, that. Unless it's, unless it's John Waters. Fucking um, Pink Flamingo is one of my favorite movies ever, and that ends right, right, yeah. Eating the turkey. I live in the neighborhood where a lot of that shit was filmed. That's beautiful, man. Yeah, Uh, absolutely. He's like he's like a staple here. I mean, you know, definitely a local legend. Yeah, yeah. I just um, I just read his book, uh, the Carsick book, where he uh, hitchhiked across the country. Oh, and you don't know if it's true or not. Yeah, because like I think the first he said like it's like split into thirds. The first third is like the perfect trip. The second mm-hmm. third is like the trip going completely wrong. And then the mm. third and then the third one is him doing the actual journey. And oh, it's a right. Lot shorter. That's right. Yeah. That's right. It, it, That's it, it, right. it was a lot of fun. I had a great time with it. It was great. Yeah. 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 He's, nah, he's, I, need, he's a spe- I, need to, I need to check out more John Waters. For sure. I've seen Pink Flamingos. Um, yeah. My friend's mom actually told me he uh, she saw it when it came out in the 70s, I think. My and, mom did uh, the same. Yeah. Was like, well, they she said that the cops had to uh walk up and down the aisles because people are going wild uh for that movie. Like That's literally, so like they, they had like riots and shit. Um That's crazy. So irreverent, yeah. I mean, there's a different time. It's a Charles Theater, Brian, the one right down the street. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, you know. shit. But yo, fellas, I hate to do this. My phone is yeah. fucking blowing up. I don't know what's going on at work. Yo, Dylan, I'm sorry I didn't have more time, man. I gotta nah, get back good, to this bro. though. I got like an hour and a half more here in the day, but I appreciate, you know what I'm saying? Like the love having us on. Um, I wish I could have talked about movies longer, man. I, I didn't know it was going to be this dope, but nah, we'll man. catch up, bro. Definitely. I'm going to be, I'm going to be at the show. Y'all are doing with shrapnel. So I'll, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to make y'all in. Oh, sweet. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Hell yeah. Right. Yeah. Brian, have a great day, bro. I'm going to talk to you. Soon. Hey, you too, man. We'll see you on the second. Take care, bro. I'm going to hit right, you later. All right, man. Peace. Um, real quick. Okay. So, okay. So since we're here now, um, oh man, I wish we could have asked this before Brian left, but, um, so, uh, okay. So I guess for you, um, when, so like, when did you know that rap was going to become more than just like a hobby and like a thing that you like enjoy doing on the side, you know, and like you wanted to do it for real. Man, you're asking all these great questions because these are finally things that I do remember very well. Um, I was broke. I was just homeless. I, you know, I was applying for like some bullshit 7-Eleven jobs and stuff like that. I, my, my girlfriend had just broke up with me. And I was like, man, I love music. So I got my grandma's old ass Dell and then just downloaded FL Studio. And that, that, that's where it was. That was about 10 years ago. Um, yeah, it was exactly 10 years ago. It was before I turned 21. Wow. 
man fl yeah. fl studio saved so many lives like man, let me tell I don't, you yeah i don't know who created fruity loops but like whoever created fruity loops like they need like an honorary grammy or some shit because like the the amount of lives that program is saved is just so many soldier boy even did his um his uh he cra- he used a cracked version of fl studio mm-hmm. so did metro uh, boomin too yeah that's right yeah yeah mm-hmm. lex luger too you know, and Ninth Wonder, Ninth Wonder was yeah. the person who popularized FL. I think if Is I remember right? correctly, I think so. Yeah. He was he was one of like the first like prominent producers to be like because like people were still like loyalists to the um the SPs and the and yeah, and, and, like, the Akai's and shit. Yeah, right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like so like he was like yeah, you can do this on a computer, and people were like you can't do that on a computer. No, you know? I remember. You know what's <laughs> crazy, and even like it wasn't until very recently where people really because I back in the because that, that was like like producers were getting mad at people for using computers at the time yeah. you know what i'm saying like they were like you can't fucking do this sampling shit on this you know what i'm saying like just the same same old head shit that you hear all the time yeah till the end know. Of, you know and, uh, always, and that's what i want to yeah. avoid i don't right. want that's what exactly what i was talking about that's the shit because i see myself slipping into it sometimes you know what i mean um you know you just gotta sometimes swallow the truth um but yeah, FL Studio. I just like. I remember like asking, uh, pr- like engineers and stuff on forums, like what I should get into, and they would give me all this expensive shit. So it took a long time for me to really find, the fact that I needed to simplify everything. Because what I did is I took a course on digital audio design, um, you know, music theory. I like buckled down coding. And the more I got into it, it shrunk, shrunk until I was like, well, I can just get like FL Studio and just do all this shit. Right. And then eventually my the, my aunt's computer couldn't handle it anymore. Uh, hmm. Then I had to get myself um, a MacBook. And then ever since then, I got an Ableton and I've been on Ableton since. Oh, man. Wow. Yeah. That's a whole journey. <laughs> yeah, man. It's a whole. And here I am now, you know. Um, right. I mean. It's it's uh, you know I'm not very uh you know I'm not where I want to be but I make music for a living and I'm able to pay you know for my house and um you know I have a beautiful dog I have a beautiful girlfriend mm-hmm. you know so it's yeah I mean that that's when it you know around ten years ago and I think what it and I, another thing too is it was like that era of like. It was like two chains era, yeah. You know, um, I think it was like two chains, Trinidad James, yeah. And there was like a lot of like showy offy shit, and you know, I I just I wasn't vibing with it so much. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I, it bangs. You know what I'm saying? But I can't relate. I of course I want what I want for my birthday is a, b- a big booty hoe, but like yeah. that ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> that's just not oh, that, that is with that is um out of my means at the moment right you know so i definitely um then later on i linked up with the, the these cats here the local rap cats here in baltimore a little bit you know the the little the scene here and uh you know just built my way up and then for some reason finally king cobra dropped this year and it clicked with a lot of people that me and brian were actually nice with it you know? right um I don't know. It's just that's that one that people just really gravitated to towards. Right. We got and front like, page. 
of the like the local paper. I have it right oh, here. Oh, that's it's beautiful. Wow. Oh, y'all can't see it, but he just put it up there. That's beautiful. Wow. Oh, this is not a, a video? Nah. Yeah, oh, no, it's, damn. It's, it's, it's audio only. Sorry. I, oh, I thought I oh. said that. My fault. Oh, no, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. I got I got prep. Oh, I got nice and dressed. Oh, now, damn. Now I'm fucking bummed up. I'm wearing my Crocs. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no, I'm in shorts and a hoodie right now. Um, But what's it called? But yeah, you know, like you had, you know, like before you and Brian linked like that, you had you had a you had a good selection. You had you had like a good catalog of your own going for a while. Um yeah. the earliest the the earliest project I was able to find, like forgive me if there's earlier shit, but the earliest project I was able to find was in the mouth of sadness, ugly nigga from heaven. Which that's the one. That's my first debut. Okay, so that's um, a fantastic title. I love that title. Yo, and... I was just like, that's what I was feeling at the time. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But yeah, no, that was that was my and that actually that has the same recordings from when I first started making beats. Oh, crazy. Like the first because I worked on it for so long. And I mean, and th- and but I was also in bands and shot the shit in between that in between working on that. But that's mm-hmm. definitely like that was such a big undertaking for me just because I didn't have the budget. The computer wasn't breaking. I had to work a job and all this shit. That's why it took so long to release. I had to mix right. and master everything. Um, Man, as so, I was learning it, I still do, but at the time I didn't know what the fuck I was doing, you know. Shit. So, yeah, no, but that's uh, yeah, and then um, Brian had his uh, a long rap career, you know. Uh, you, you know, he was he's rapping since the early two thousands. Oh wow! You know? Yeah, I mean the nigga's old. <laughs> he's old as shit. <laughs> you know? Man, so like. So like before I get to where you too bad like so like this album is really you figuring out the whole music process like did you produce this whole thing yourself too or not I did every single thing I do every single thing I mean I might hire a musician to play something but right. it's shit that I write you know um right. I'm You're such composing a it, yeah. Wow. yeah I don't want people touching my shit like that I don't let anybody mix my shit I don't want anybody mastering my shit I just get angry you know <laughs> I don't like that yeah. shit man that's gotta be me, <laughs> right, man? So yeah, you know, you know, like you said, like a massive, a massive undertaking, just like doing all of that yourself, and like looking back on it, you know, it's you know, like it took a long ass time for that to come together, but like looking back on it, maybe about it's been what like three years since it came out, so like right twenty nineteen, yeah, eighteen or nineteen, it might be nineteen. Okay. Well, yeah. So yeah. yeah, either like three, four years, just kind of like looking back on it now, like, like, what do you feel is like the, like, what's the one thing that you really kind of like learned about yourself that you didn't, what's the one thing you learned about yourself making this project that like you, that has stuck with you over the course of the last three, four years? Uh, There's a, there's some technical things that I, that are staples of my process now which i don't want to get into because it's boring and it's it's sort of my own if anything it's my own trade secrets i feel you you, yeah but another thing too on a on a philosophical level is sort of like you know don't compare yourself to other people Mm -hmm. so you know what i'm saying or don't you know don't because you know when you start off you want to be like your people that inspire you to a t you know what i'm saying and uh sometimes it's just like you have this sound in your mind but you can't necessarily you you it's hard to say because you you can't 
you can't I can't be Radiohead. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because then I'll just be a Radiohead clone. I can't make a beat like Drake, you know, or whoever produces for Drake. I don't listen to Drake. But you can't. I I, I, I kept trying to do that. I was like, oh, I really fuck with RZA. I'm going to try to make like some RZA beats with some Kung Fu clips. Or I'm going to, you know, put like my little anime there. But I'm like, okay, I'm making anime rap now. You know what I mean? So like. Yeah. Just don't compare yourself to other people. Just do your own, like, do your own. To me, I'm not saying to, I'm not saying this is my advice to you. I'm. This is me talking right. to me, you know. Don't compare yourself to other people. Don't try to make what other people are making. Just make what you feel like making, you know. Right. Um, that's one thing I've learned, you know. And just to trust the process, really, literally. It, it's it's going to sound like shit at first. You know, you just, you got to get over that. I, I, it took me so long to just be, because then you get all these, a lot of it is capitalism too, because people are like, oh, no, nah, man, you need this keyboard. It's got this mm -hmm. weighted keys and all this. Oh, no, nah, man, fuck Ableton. You know, you need Cubase because you can do all this. And it yeah. all does the same shit. I sold all my synthesizers. I sold my Moog, my Korgs, my modulars. I literally just have a laptop and like a little like beat pad now. Mm-hmm. Because I just like realized a long time ago, like none of that shit matters. You know, people are going to tell you it matters that you need to do it to make a song, but you don't. Yeah. I mean, obviously you need something, you know, I can't, right. I can't make a song with air. I mean, I guess I could, but it, you're not going to be able to hear it, you know, not going to be yeah. able to record it, you know, but like, it's just like, I don't know. Just trust the process. Don't stress anything out. Tariq. You know, if anybody hears this and they, 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 it resonates with them, good. But if, you know, for the most part, like I'm talking to myself and I still go through that, you know, right. Um, you know, like, yeah, you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta remind yourself every once in a while. And it's, you know, we all start somewhere and you've made that journey and made it look crazy. So, <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's, it's been insane, man. I have some fucking wild stories, man. It's, it was a hurdle. Like, man, my life has been a joke. <laughs> yeah. It has been a fucking joke, man. But it's also had a lot of bad. I've also been blessed enough to be surrounded by people that love me very much and that I love very much. You know, I see a lot of people who, who are in the grind and they don't mind using people as step stools. And, you know, they're more, much more aggressive about it. But they also got their, their, their success much faster. Um, right. You know, but I couldn't have done it without these amazing people. And, you know, uh, there's some sort of integrity I had to keep. So, you know, I don't know. It's been a wild journey, man. And I'm just literally at the beginning of it. You know what I mean? Right. Um, you know, we just did a spin interview last week. Uh, you know, hopefully we get some more of those shits. Like, you know, I don't know, man. Life is okay. <laughs> mm -hmm. Life is decent. You know what I mean? Right. And here I am with Dylan Green. Thank you, sir. Thank oh. you for being here. And when did yeah, um absolutely. oh man. So like you so you go through all of this and you and, and like you're and like you're still making music you're still making music consistently, obviously. But when did Brian when did Brian come into the picture? And when did y'all meet? And well, first, when did y'all meet? And second, when did y'all decide we want to make music together? So we met right as i was starting to make beats brian had released an album and there was another one of these newspapers um like the local one you know and they had a review of his record and i used to get this paper all the time i didn't have a smartphone back then 
And I wasn't really on the internet. I didn't really start getting on the internet till like 2016, 17, like mm-hmm. fully. And right. um, so I would just pick up the paper and then I, I saw this review for his record and I checked it out. Cause it's like, I wanted to know what rap what rappers were going on. And like uh, the thing about these newspapers is too, is like a lot, it was like the scene was so white back then that it would always be like indie bands, you know? Like, right. I mean, that shit's cool. I like indie, but like, I never saw a rapper on it. That's, that's a, that was a rare one. So I looked him up, candy cigarettes I had just released. Uh, I don't think he even had a beard back then. He might've just mm-hmm. grown it out. And because it was like the Rick Ross era, niggas started getting beards. You know right, what I mean? Right, right. Remember before that, niggas were clean shaven. Yeah. Over the little with the Lloyd Banks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the real, real slim shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I remember um, I hit him. I made a fake Twitter, and I hit him up, and I was like, "Bro, I really love your album, man. I'm I'm Tariq. I'm just starting to make beats right now. I'd love to work with you in the future." So one day we met up. We got something to eat. And we kind of said our goodbyes. Didn't see him for a couple of years. 2016 rolls around. I mean, we were in and out of each other's lives. Right. But like uh, 2016 rolls around. Uh, at this point, I already got my bearings. I've made some beats. Uh, I hit him up again. And he um, and we were at a party. Actually, at this place called the Bell Foundry. It's like this warehouse I lived at. And then we talked about it again. And then we said our goodbyes. And then 2019 rolls up and I'm gearing to release my second record, uh, Dear Sudan. And mm-hmm. I had him come on, did something in one take. Then I had him come in again. Then I had him come in again. And then next thing you know, we did a whole record together. And then next thing you know, we did King Cobra. Just to sort of to to trim the fat, you know. Right. But I've known him for 10 years. Right. And, you know, like the first the first big project y'all made together was uh, Rhino Double XL. Yeah. And, you know, like, you know, like you 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 just you just told me all this shit about you just kind of figuring yourself out with the first project. And now right. you're and now you're making this whole new project with somebody else that, you know, but like you're not you know, like y'all haven't really gone at a full project before. So what was it like kind of taking that friendship? And turning it into, like, we're making a project together. I mean, to be quite honest, we were, like, we did so much drugs, man. Because that stimulus unemployment money came in during that time. Ah, crazy. So it was just, like, you know what I mean? It was, like, just, like, we were just having such a good time. And, you know, um, it it was more us fucking around and having fun and having a blast. And and then getting wrecked afterwards. Or during you know, for Rhino XXL. But we got just enough wind in our sails from support. Uh, Zilla Raka, specifically. Shout, Shout out to out Zilla. To Who's Zilla. always been... our Zilla was our first fan. And our friend. But, like, he was the first people to put us on to everyone. He showed... Um, I'm pretty sure he showed Gary our music. Wow, crazy. Yeah, I don't know how he found out about us. I think Zilla and him had some working... So I don't know. I don't know what it was, man. But Zilla is awesome. And he um, we had just enough wind in our sails just from Zilla, like retweeting us all the time. Just like little people being like, oh, my God, what the fuck? Who are these dudes? How come I never heard of them? You know, people are like and then we get this all the time. Like, how are you guys not like, you know, like, I don't know. It's just like because the the budget, the um, because it doesn't a lot of it doesn't sound like 
I feel like I, we're just so weird, you know. But then we did King Cobra, which we really tried to buckle down and plan it out and go go in and like you know, sort of like a generals meeting. Right. Um, and then that's uh, that's where we are. It was it was very hard. It was very taxing, but you know we managed to do it. Right. Yeah. You know, like it's it's, but you know, y'all kind of came together and just, you had already, you had already had these very long, like damn near 10 year long experiences, just like putting your own shit together. And then you come together and figure it all out for Rhino double XL. And then just cause I'm curious, just cause I'm curious what like, and then King Cobra happens and you guys, you, you guys already understand most of like, your ticks and just like how you guys record and whatever. So what 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 would you say? What would you say was the biggest difference between you making Rhino Double XL and coming together to make King Cobra? We're sober. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're a lot more sober. I mean, we still get fucked up, but we we're much much sober for mm-hmm. Rhino, and we we had to plan it out. King Cobra Rhino was just me and him fucking around. Right. You know, we we just thought shit was funny, and we put it on there. You know, King Cobra was more a very intentional record. I wanted to pay an homage to 20th century music, recorded yeah. music. Um, and Brian and I always had these like weird political conversations and uh that always lead to some sort of paradox. So we put that in together and that's that was the difference. <laughs> you know, I always say this in every interview we've gotten, but we spend more time planning it out than we did actually in the studio like That's it was hard. a very intentional record yeah like from wow. the sequencing to the um from the sequencing to the compositions to what notes i chose when to hit them it was very yeah. deliberate i actually have like a whole book of notes that um maybe if one day if we get bigger i'll sell it as like a collector's item or something That's hard but it's like wow. a, a a book of notes about like how we're gonna do the whole record and it has some tour information on there when we're on tour and uh you know yeah but it was a yeah it was a it was a massive 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 project cost us a lot of money i'm sure it did yeah like it's like the thing the thing that i got from when i when i listened to it the first time and every time after that is like it's incredibly focused and you can tell that everything is really meticulously planned out like like i told you any 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 album that has like sweets to it (laughs) is like something that's really like you know you planned it side on it because if it was just brian it it would just be him and rap beats but it's infinity and brian so i had to do a little razzle dazzle on the thing you know you know i mean that's that's hilarious yeah but it's crazy on who what kind of listener get i get what kind of feedback because you have a listener Cause I'm, you know, I'm tight with the classical music community here, just right. by by my trade alone, and they're hearing more of my shit. And then you get rap people who who hear it, and then they're listening for Brian shit, right? And then you get people who are more into experimental music, and they're listening to the more harsher productions for it. So it's mm-hmm. just it's um. That's it's we put ourselves in a unique spot where whoever is listening to it 
somebody could be listening to it for the politics. Somebody could be listening to it for the the production. Somebody could be listening to it from just different listeners. You know what I'm saying? Like um a patchwork of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. And that's just kind of the shit you've been on your entire career anyway. You know, like you literally yeah, started man. out. You literally started music. out that way with like with like your family, you know, like just like just considering the dichotomy between the more classical shit and like the shit you were listening to with your uncle. Like so like that's just that's like foundational for you. And to yeah, see it met yeah. right. Oh, yeah. shout out to him. Yeah, like and, and and you know, just to see like just to see that manifest in full length albums in like your own way. Cause like they're really, I can't think of much else out there that sounds like King Cobra right now. Like that's another thing I came away from. Just like this, just that's sounds what we like a lot, man. And that was on know? purpose. That was really right. on purpose. You know, um, that's what. That's another thing that I wanted. I wish I could tell my younger self is like trust in what you you like. Cause I was so wrapped up in like, oh man, do I gotta make this like a pop hit? Do I gotta do this and that and like you know what I mean? Um. But then, like, if I had made what I wanted to make back then, if I did it right, it would have sounded literally just like lo-fi, mm-hmm. which is so overdone now. But yeah, at the time, when at the time when lo-fi was coming around, as black nerds who really liked anime and had SoundClouds, but then it just got gentrified hard, man. Yeah. But I just would have been another lo-fi nigga with an SP four hundred four. If I really want, if I if I created what I wanted to create at the time, or not what I wanted to create, but if I created what was popping at the time, does that make sense? It does, like, yeah. If I if I wanted to be popular at the time, I would have made some lo-fi joints. And at this point, it's I don't want to say it's irrelevant. It's a still it's still an amazing genre, but like it's oversaturated. It's and definitely it. oversaturated. Yeah. You no, know, with like a little yeah. anime sample and the like the Jay Dilla swing, you mm-hmm. know, like, you know, that, you know, don't get me wrong, man. Jay Dilla is a hero of mine, but like, you know, I'm not trying to be Jay Dilla. Right. You're trying, you're trying to be Infinity Nines. Yeah, and, exactly. You know, but I was trying to be Jay Dilla back in the day. Hey, man. You know? It's like, like you, it's like you said before, like, you know, we all try to be our heroes when we first start out. Yeah, you know, like there, yeah. you know, like you know, like there are plenty of writers and plenty of musicians when I was making music that I just wanted to be like, and you know, eventually you figure out your own ticks and what you like and don't like, and you forge mm-hmm. your own identity out of that, and that's what creates the infinity knives and the cinema size of the world, you know. Yeah, and like that's, no, exactly. and, and, that kind of rhymes a little here. bit. Yeah, it does. You know. Yeah, cinema size. I do this a little bit. <laughs> 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 it's like yeah it's a, it's a thing i do <laughs> yeah nah man but it, i don't know it's just um you know it's like i there's sometimes i'm like i'm i have a lot to learn i i always i'm always i always hope i have that hunger but i'm more sure about myself now than before if that makes sense yeah. you know like I, uh, it, it just took a long time, and it finally clicked. And you know, our next record, hopefully, uh, you know, I'm already starting to write the very, 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 very um, blueprints of it, and it's just gonna be just as different, you know, um, right. you know, in a bigger budget and a, and more ambitious even. You know? And before, before we wrap this up, because I, I kind of want to, like, I don't want to explore. I don't want to spoil that too much. I'm really happy to oh, hear yeah. that y'all have another thing coming. But you mentioned earlier that you have like a whole notebook 
of like the planning for King Cobra. You don't have to tell me the whole process, but I'm really interested to just kind of really get the nuts and bolts of like, where did this start? Like, why, why was it called King Cobra? And then if you could pick like three songs that you feel really like exemplify what you want people to take away from King Cobra, mm-hmm. what would those three songs be? So I think it would be different for me and Brian, obviously. Right. Um, for me, it would be theme from King Cobra. Yep. Um, and it would be Milk and Codeine. Mm-hmm. That's one of my favorites. Yeah, that's shout out to Tower Moonlight. And um, On Bread Alone, the last track. Yeah. The very last, like, little, that Allison, my friend Allison, singing on it. Um, mm-hmm. She's the opener, and then she's the closer of it. Aww. So... Yeah, no, those, I think, uh, those are the funnest I had making it. Those were quick. We made them real quick. Um, we did that. Those are the ones I didn't have to think much about. The beats were a little, a, a little bit more different though. Um, cause they got a hit. Like right. the, 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 uh, the, the sort of soft and somber ones are quick. They're fun and they're pretty, you know? Um, I don't know. And I wrote the lyrics to all of them. So they're they're a little bit more esoteric than Brian, who's very literal in, in a sense, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, mine is more mired in sort of like similes and you know, you know, you know what I mean? Like more like it's it's more poetic in the sense that like you you know, you have to kind of peel it back on layers and stuff. And Brian's more like, I put my thumb in this bitch's ass, you know what I mean? Mm, yeah. <laughs> you no, know? but yeah, you so see, those are the three. Yeah. Those are the three. That's why y'all work together so well because I love, I love that, I love that, uh, I love that dichotomy of just like y'all two compliment each other because you're not exactly the same. That's what no, makes we are not. We are not the same. I that's the man. <laughs> so that's what that's what that's what makes all the best rap duos work. You know, like the best rap yeah. duos on planet Earth don't. You know, like the two people don't sound like each other. You know, no, like oh, fucking, yeah. big fucking, boy and Andre. Yeah, big boy and Andre. Fucking um, uh, the EPMD dudes. Right, um, right. You know, yeah. Um, Mugen, Mugen, and what's that other dude's name? Oh, Jin, Mugen and Jin. Mugen and yeah, Jin. Yeah, you know, like yeah. fucking yeah, Mugen and Jin, Q-Tip and Fife, um, Bun B and Pimp C. Goddamn, mm-hmm. I'm tr- I'm trying to think. Of, I'm I'm just thinking of every duo name that pops into my head. But yeah, like they all. They all complement each other and aren't the exact same person. You know, like you don't right, need to hear yeah. two. You don't, don't need to hear two of this. Yeah. yeah, like. And it's, it's especially unique because I feel like Brian and I are have different um, uh, trades together. Mm-hmm. You know, because he's the MC and I'm the producer, and that th- there hasn't been too many of those as of late. That I mean, like, and that's why we also went back into the '80s shit big time because you know a lot of the shit we like is literally you know shit from the 80s like i i I love ll cool j (laughs) it's not it's not me it's not me trying to be funny on those tracks like i really do fuck with ll cool j i need a beat is like one of the hardest beats to me yeah you know like i can't live without my radio like come on run dmc you know um but yeah man uh, it's been fun man it's been fun now it's just time to get that fucking money you know man yeah just need somebody to take us on tour yeah because we play a good show Right, I'm sure. Like, I can't wait to see it when y'all yeah, do man. Shrapnel. Yeah. That's gonna be great. Yeah, I can't wait. There's so many people are coming. It's crazy. Shout, oh. shout out to Shrapnel, man. 
Yeah, for real. Yeah, yeah no. It, fucking um, backwards too for giving us yeah. love. Yeah, man. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, like backwards is they know they they know talent when they see it, you know, and they're really yeah, really man. Putting... They have been really loving us, man. Hopefully, maybe a little backwards. Um, something in the future. I don't know. We'll see. Hey, hey, man. Something's in the cards, you know. Like fucking, they've been they've been they've been talent scouting like crazy. They got a Kai about to drop a whole album. Is that right? Um, yeah, because he just put out an EP and he's got right, an album right. coming. Um, you know, and just like uh, and like of course like Shrapnel and Fielded and they're just they're, they they they've been they've been they've been putting together Fielded a little. The R&B little check? They've been putting they've been putting together Fielded a little. On, Fielded's on um on backwards. Yeah, she has a, yeah she has a pro. She ha- no, she has a project on there. Um, and she's also on Woods and Arm and Hammers shit a bunch of times too. Um, yeah, no, that I, that's crazy. I didn't know she was um. She was on backwards though. That's awesome. Yeah, they've been they've been they've been talent scouting, bro. They've been talent scouting. And um, uh, what's it called? Um, 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 Woods and More Mother did a whole project together too. Like, yeah, that's they, right, that's right. Yeah. yeah, with the face with the weird mask, right? It's like a yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that was a good album. Yeah, yeah she's a Philly. Really she's Philly, right? More Mother. Is yeah, Philly? bro. More, yeah, more, yeah. more Mother is amazing. I I um I've been meaning to listen to her and DJ Haram's album. I'm actually going to run that later today. And I used to chill with DJ Haram back way back back in like 2016. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a uh, that's a that's a throwback of a name. Yeah, man. Like, she's... I, I remember she came to my house once, and I was just like, "Hello." <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but she's been. I mean, I was like shy. I was like shy. Right. Yeah. yeah you know. I feel like I feel like most of the time when you meet people that you really fuck with, like. People, most people I didn't know shy. who she was until then. Right. She was a friend of my roommates, is what it was. Gotcha. You know? Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, all of a sudden, I found out that she's like disco woman and all that shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Small world, man. But that it's so it's weird for me to say this because this is a completely different era of my life. Like, right? I was a baby. You know, mm-hmm. we still am, but a bigger baby now, much fatter. <laughs> <laughs> and you're still growing, bro. And yeah, I'm a girl. I'm a growing. I'm a growing boy. You're growing boy. <laughs> thirty year, thirty year old growing boy. <laughs> Type shit. I'm fucking with it. <laughs> and the last thing I want to ask you before we wrap this up is mm. Tariq Infinity Knives. If your life was a movie, what would it be about? If I could choose the movie, or if 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 it is a movie, either one, whichever one works for you. If if I could make my life a movie. I'd probably be like SpongeBob, the movie. Okay. Hasselhoff. Because I feel like that'd be just a nice bikini bottom. Everything's chill. Things get resolved. But I'm feeling a little more like Forrest Gump. <laughs> <I can't>, uh, <laughs> sometimes I'm like, I can't think right. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, fucking, fucking life's like a box of chocolates and a bucket of shrimp. You're telling yeah, me? Yeah, something like that, man. Just <laughs> never know what you can get, which is true. I, you know, even though Forrest Gump was like weird American propaganda, I still have a big soft spot for that movie, man. Yeah, it's I, a good movie. It's a good movie, yeah. You know, I didn't like how they played the the Black Panthers on it, though. Oh, but, me either. <laughs> yeah, but you, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it is what it is. I fuck with that movie, man. Sometimes you yeah. need a little American exceptionalism for it as a treat. You know, yeah, as a as a treat. <laughs> Oh, that's a fact, dude. This was this was so tight. This was this is maybe considering the fact that Brian called in for a few minutes and then left. This is maybe the most unorthodox episode of this podcast I've ever done, and it was fucking oh, great. So thank yeah, you. Good. Nah, yeah, this awesome, was, man. 
yeah, yeah, no, like that. That's 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 not a bad thing at all. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna just have to bring Brian on, and we're gonna and we're and we're gonna talk and yeah, figure that out. Yeah. You'll get bored like, to death, man. He ain't that smart. Not hey, like man. me. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> He's but not no. as good as me. <laughs> He's got the beard though, so you know. You don't see this right here. <laughs> 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 no, no, I'm playing. But no, nah, man, this was this was so great. This is so eye opening and so interesting. And like, I really love the music that you're making. And I'm excited awesome. to see where I'm excited. I'm excited to see where the both of y'all and you specifically are headed. You know, like it's it's you know, like it's a the world's your oyster right now. And like people are really starting to pay attention. And I'm happy to kind of be among the newly converted. So I really appreciate it, man. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for the music and just. Thank you for, you know, being an interesting motherfucker. Like, you yeah. know. You as well, man. Thanks for having me on here, man. I'm going to order uh-huh. some KFC now and uh, pass out. You better fucking do that. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm about to go do some writing and pass out myself. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Shout out to y'all for making it this far. And shout out to all the black people listening too cuz y'all really impeccable. Don't forget to like, subscribe and tell a friend to come through next time. One. <laughs>